Brooklyn's Radio brings you City Update with Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys. Welcome to City Update. Now, I'm sure you'll have heard of Harold Wilson. He once said, a week is a long time in politics, and that's certainly been the case this week. But what's been happening in the world of finance? Here's Lee Humphreys to let us know. Let me remind you uh, where we left off last week, Ian. We had Thursday, we had really a bloodbath in the uh, in the tech market in particular. But actually, as we finished our programme on Friday, we had some really reassuring data from the United States, uh, what was called the non-farm payroll, what is called the non-farm payroll, which is, uh, we've talked about on this programme before, which is essentially just the unemployment number. And it came in really um uh, in, a, in a spectacular manner. Um, the US jobless rate is at 8.4% right now. That sounds pretty high, I'm sure, to some of our listeners, but actually that's down in four months from a peak of 14.7%. So there was actually um, quite a pleasant backdrop. Now, you're a markets expert. What, what effect did that have on the markets? Absolutely none whatsoever. Um, so the, uh, the sell-off uh, that we saw on Thursday uh, continued pretty much unabated um, on Friday and then on Monday there was a it was a fairly quiet day, actually successful day for the FTSE actually which finished up two and a half percent the US itself was closed um, for something called the Labor Day holiday and then on Tuesday people sort of kept half an eye on the US opening and uh, once again we saw another huge sell-off Right. Does this involve our favourite stock of a Tesla, by any chance? It, it certainly does. Tesla took a hell of a beating. Um, it was down on the Tuesday alone, 21%. Let me just uh, uh, put that into some kind of perspective. It lost 82 billion dollars in market value. That's the single largest fall in one day of any stock ever around the world. It took its loss. Uh, on the week to $170 billion. How much is that? Well, that's about the equivalent to uh, ExxonMobil, um, what was, up until fairly recently, the largest oil company in the world. So you can see that, uh, that Tesla has itself um, taken, as I said, a hell of a beating. Yeah, and you mentioned a company before um, that does battery-operated trucks, Nikolai or something? Nikolai, yeah, I did. I, I mentioned that a couple of weeks ago because, of course, the owner handed out $223 million worth of stock to its first 50 employees. And uh, on uh, th- those, uh, the smiles on those employees' faces got even broader uh, come Tuesday because uh, General Motors uh, took an 11% stake in the company for $2 billion. Uh, the stock, that is Nikola's stock, was up 40% on the day on the back of that news alone. General Motors actually had a very nice uh, bounce because it was the feeling is it's moving into a far more successful sort of business line. Um, just one point of caution um, at the moment with Nikola, it doesn't have any sales. No, General Motors does make cars though, so they know how to do that. Uh, they do, uh, but the uh, the real uh, winner here, obviously, is the is the sort of battery uh, powered engine. So, uh, but you were right in saying that the tech, the, the the really the the thing that caught most people's imagination was what's been called uh, the tech wreck. Um, the Nasdaq itself was down 10% over that three-day period, which actually, incidentally, was um, exactly the amount that the Nasdaq was up in the month of August. Right. And uh, you talked about Tesla shares taking a bit of a hammering, but nevertheless, uh, in the last year, they've done all right, haven't they? Oh, I mean, the stock is 
up 350% and, and no doubt uh, yeah, you know will recover its poise in fact it recovered its poise a little bit uh, on Wednesday I think it closed up a, a, around about 11% uh, so you know these things are um, notoriously uh, fickle and uh, will may you know we may be in a couple of weeks time um, looking at this sell off and, uh, and and consigning it to the uh, the history books okay well uh- over here, I think um, most people's uh, attention has been grabbed by all the news. COVID sort of gone off the boil a bit. We're back on Brexit again. We are. What a welcome relief this whole Brexit thing is. Um, it's, uh, it's a bit of a pickle. Um, now, it doesn't seem to be affecting um, the UK stock market um, at all, if I, can, uh, uh, if I can put it that way. As I said, Monday we saw a 2.5 percent rise in the FTSE. And these, these, a lot of these headlines were out over the weekend. In uh, Tuesday, it was uh, essentially the FTSE was flat. We had another uh, big rise again on uh, on Wednesday. Uh, FTSE was up 1.4 percent. There were some big moves, um, some names that uh, our listeners will will know. BT was up five and a half percent on the on the day. Uh, GlaxoSmithKline arrival of. Uh, uh, AstraZeneca was up two and a half percent. That they may have benefited a little bit from some um, some negative news um, uh, regarding um, the halting of their vaccine trial. As you remember, AstraZeneca is in uh, in cahoots with um, Oxford University and is at the moment the sort of UK's, in fact, the world's vaccine front runner. So there was some, despite all this um, really negative Brexit um, backdrop, um, the FTSE has largely uh, sort of. Uh, Put it to one side. Okay, and the AstraZeneca thing, the, the trials being halted, they, they halted once before, didn't they? Then moved on again. And they appara- have. The, I've noticed the sort of news flow on this has not been it's it's uh, has not been particularly um, well reported. It's uh, a woman um, who uh, suffered apparently some neurological damage. Um, whether it's from the vaccine or not is a moot point right now. But you are absolutely right indeed. In they uh, they halted the trial uh, back in April, and that, with this trial also, they're basically saying they're hoping to get it back on track within the next couple of weeks. Yeah, well, apart from the um, research into vaccines, and apparently there are 39 uh, trials uh, in place at the moment for for these vaccines, uh, the attention seems to have gone away a little bit from the treatment since uh, uh, Donald Trump's um, hydrochloroquine uh, foray. And uh, there's a company in Brighton, Destiny Pharma, apparently they're doing uh, well in research in pre-trials, of uh, some kind of treatment that will ameliorate the virus. Anyway, let's get back to what's going on with uh, Brexit. What can fix that? Well, I mean, hopefully this uh, this um, uh, drug in Brighton can ameliorate the uh, the relations between uh, Johnson's government in the UK and uh, the EU right now, because it really does need um, sorting out. And uh, although it hasn't affected the stock market uh, dramatically, what it has started to uh, lean on is currency rates, something we don't talk about a great deal here on Brooklyn's radio, Ian. But at, at, uh, on Thursday evening, um, the pound, uh, a pound would buy you one euro and eight cents. Uh, this time last week, it would buy you one euro and 11 cents. So they, this is uh, the, the mood music has changed in the currency market. And at some point in time, this will in turn fall upon the equity market as well. Right, and it's interesting that the, these proposed changes, the internal market bill, um, changes to the withdrawal agreement, they will be debated in Parliament next week. So uh, as the debate progresses, uh, perhaps we might see it have more of an effect on the markets. 
Well, it, it, it certainly will. I think as the as people at the moment, people aren't quite sure where this is brinkmanship by the UK government or or if they are serious and they're quite prepared to walk away uh, and uh, uh, from a deal. Now, if uh, there is a stronger sense than there is right now that the UK government is uh, prepared to walk away. And let's remember that Johnson has basically uh, put a hard deadline of October the 15th for substantive changes, uh, then uh, then the market will be rocked. So where would you like to go next, Lee? Well, I mean, you know, it's uh, a sad uh, factor that we focus at the moment on uh, on job cuts each week. Uh, but uh, I've noticed that Lloyd's announced on Wednesday it was cutting 865 more jobs. Again, this, the banking sector is being very hard hit um, with uh, with uh, losses in uh, bank in, in jobs. Uh, Pizza Hut said they were cutting 450 jobs. That's eight percent of their workforce. Again, the leisure se- uh, sector has been uh, particularly hard hit, and that's also um, to do with uh, the increased uh, lockdown measures of the uh, uh, that Johnson announced on Tuesday. Did you see those? Well, the the, the six is that the six people thing. That was the six people thing. So um, we saw in the markets, although, as I said, the, the market has been, generally speaking, pretty good. Um, uh, travel and leisure stocks like the hotel stocks uh, in particular have really suffered on the back of that announcement. So there was some uh, some unwelcome news there. But I do want to sort of stress um, that the home building stocks have been very strong throughout the week. Um, the housing data has continued to show the market is running hot. So some positive news to go alongside the negative. Yeah, so presumably uh, as the housing market uh, develops, uh, that'll be more jobs and uh, better for, for, for the workforce of the UK. Yeah, without question, the, the, the knock-on effect, the knock, knock-on positive effect when someone buys a house or they move is incredible because they then go to uh, buying new furnishings, new paint, etc., etc. So um, there, is a, there is a real feel-good factor from the, uh, that comes from, directly from the, uh, the housing market picking up. Okay, and I think you wanted to talk about... Um one woman that's done very well out of the job market. Indeed, yeah, and this is another British success story. Um, Citigroup, it's a, a giant um, bank uh, within the within America, but I mean, its its tentacles um, extend throughout the whole world. Um, has picked a new CEO. This CEO not only is a woman, Jane Fraser, but she's a Brit, educated at Cambridge University, um, born in St Andrews, um, which is so another um, great British success to crow about. Thank you very much, Lee. I'll see you next week. Cheers, Ian. Ian Pritchard and Lee Humphreys brought you City Update on Brooklyn's Radio. Brooklyn's Radio.